Typhon, how are you, how are you doing? If you want to introduce yourself and, and, and say hi to the audience. Hello. Um, this is Ashish from Team Typhon. Um, and we are a user-friendly, uh, feature-rich, and fast uh, wallet for Cardano. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you for having us. Thank you for joining us. Um, Alsi told me that he was able to book you guys for an episode, and I was super excited. And I know that Fausti has been a huge fan of the wallet you guys have created. So, uh, Fausti, if you want to introduce yourself and, and let them know how much you really enjoy the product. Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan. I've been using that for a while. Um, in my opinion, the fastest wallet on Cardano. I'm not sure why anybody else is using Eternal or Nami, but that's my opinion. So I definitely appreciate you even coming up here, uh, giving us the time of your day. I mean, it's 7 o'clock in the morning for you. So uh, props to you, man. Appreciate it. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into it. And shout, shout out to shout out to you for coming up all the way from India. Um, I really appreciate the support. Um, so we can get go ahead and get started on maybe if you can give us a little bit of a backstory on how you got started in crypto and maybe how you found your way into Cardano, because I know everybody's journey is different and uh, especially a successful man like yourself getting, you know, all of these amazing companies in line. You know, I'm super interested in how you got here. Hey, thank you. Um, so we we started uh, back in 2017, following Cardano uh, during the the boom, crypto boom time, and um, more and more of attracted towards towards the price action, and then we just found um, Cardano. And we just fell in love with the technology uh, that Cardano was building upon. And since then, we started focusing, developing on Cardano. And uh, around the 2018-2019 uh, time, when Shelly was going to going to get launched, I mean, the Cardano was going to get hard forked into Shelly. Uh, that's, that's when we actually started building an explorer for Cardano. Um, there was Cardano Scan, so so we launched Cardano Scan at the at the time of Shelly launch, um, and community did like it, so everybody started using Cardano Scan, and that's uh, that's where we got um, opportunity to keep building, uh, continue building on Cardano. Um, later, after after a year or half, uh, we we thought that we should also. Um, build a great wallet uh, for cardano that time there were no not so many wallets uh, we have like tons of wallet options right now but when we started building we had just quite a few um, and then we wanted to give uh, a, a great user experience to users um, like utilizing all those different different features of of cardano blockchain they were not um, they were not being utilized by uh, wallets yet like features like adding message to a transaction or just any arbitrary metadata to transaction and then also sending transactions with uh, multiple tokens in it so we were um, like one of the first wallets to introduce those features um, at that time because everybody everybody was uh, coming from all different chains and then when they come to cardano they find it like uh, no difference uh, 
but actually Cardano was very powerful, uh, is very powerful. Like, you know, you could send one transaction and then you can, you can actually send like, you know, um, like hundreds of tokens along with it. Um, there was, there was the most powerful feature that one could imagine. The, the problem was to how to make it, you know, very user friendly. Uh, the users don't get so confused, just uh, feel very complicated to use such a transaction. So that's where we kicked in. So we started, we started, um, you know, wireframing the wallet, wireframing the user interface and how we want to achieve it. It's such a flat design. Um, so yeah, that, that was, that was the, there was a point for us to, uh, venture into building a wallet, uh, for Cardano ecosystem. And that's when Typhon started. And since then we have started, um, continue adding more and more features like, um, you know, we recently added multi-recipient when this is also one of the very uh, powerful features of Cardano, which is also present from so many, so, so many years. So I, I would say big from the beginning of, of Cardano, um, they, this was also very cool that, you know, uh, actually users could actually send a transaction, not, not to just one person, but also to like many more people, many more addresses in just one transaction. So but but again the the question of um how easily we want to achieve it how easily we want to do that it it should again not be complicated for users to figure out what what's happening what i'm doing um so yeah it took some time for us it was relatively easy for us to get get to it um so we released that recently we also released mempool support where um we call it instant transactions where users can like receive funds and even if they are not confirmed they could just use those inputs and send us send another transaction with, without waiting for them to get confirmed so this gives users a lot a more you know unblocking experience of using cardano wallet so yeah oh and i was just gonna say like cardano scan is literally a pillar of the entire cardano ecosystem so i definitely appreciate you for building that yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Wait, so so you mentioned in the beginning, you said we a lot. Are are you the only member of your team? Are you the one that's that's coding all of these things? You have some people that are behind you that that you're bringing along throughout the whole entire journey. Yeah, thank you for asking. Actually, I I'm not the only person. So we we are uh, five to six six people here we we just started with three devs um and then we uh we had one of one of our friend also join us as fourth founder uh fourth co-founder and then we uh, we have like you know more developers also with us uh, afterwards joined our team so i mean i mean it's it's been a very rough ride to be honest uh uh because you know the market conditions were not good i mean this is our like second uh bear cycle uh, that we are witnessing now um so it was it's it's very painful to you know continue building and survive in this ecosystem but the team members that we have are very passionate and uh are you know long-term believers in cardano ecosystem so we are all working together uh with as much energy as possible yeah definitely and so you you mentioned that you started with three developers so i'm assuming that that you're a developer as well did you have prior experience on coding? Like, what was your roadmap for learning? Like, did you go to the traditional um, schooling route where you would go to university? 
or did you like are you like self-taught like you're learning online with, with and, and stuff like that yeah sorry i missed that part totally so yeah i, I I'm, I'm actually a computer science graduate um uh, i finished my my university in 2017 itself um and and then Cardano was uh, actually a pretty pretty new technology for me. Uh, even the blockchain as a whole was pretty new. Uh, but I was I was a bit familiar with ETH and uh, Solidity smart contract development. Um, so that's that's my background. And yes, I I am a developer. I was actually a co-developer building Cardano Scan. Um, and then I had like you know my uh, my close uh, friends uh, join me uh, to continue building Cardano Scan. So Cardano Scan was started, but it's, it's not done solely just by me, but my 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 friends along with me. Yeah, that's that's really cool to hear. So, where did the idea like of creating Typhoon Wallet come from? Was that like something that you just kind of was inspired by after Cardano Scan? Like, hey, uh, maybe we can actually create a wallet that's useful on Cardano, or not? Yeah, that's right. So once once we did Cardano Scan, we were feeling a lake of of a wallet uh, that could provide you know all of those cool features that Cardano was capable of, um, and that's where the idea of building Typhoon kicked in because we wanted to give like users a powerful uh, user experience um, that you know Cardano is uh, capable of so much more uh, than you would see like any in any other chain. So that was our that was our goal. <laughs> so what made you what made you actually pick Cardano? Because I know you said that you had experience um, developing with Solidity and on the Ethereum blockchain. What did you like? Try Ethereum first and maybe find out that it didn't really suit you, or you know how was it? Like how was that process of actually picking to build on Cardano instead of any other blockchain? And that's a that's a great question. Thank you. Um, so I I did build um uh, build on Ethereum and Solidity for for a year. I experimented with lots of things. I even taught people. Um, I was quite into it actually. Um, and then when I when I saw Cardano, um, to be honest, you know there was nothing to be done on Cardano for quite many years. Um. Or, you know, until you can say uh, we got multi-assets where NFT projects started building on. Uh, that's not until like 20, um, 2020, so sometime. So it, it's been two whole years, uh, even if you see from 2018 to 2020, that there was nothing much that, that any developer could do anything on Cardano. So so it was not like um, the, the development ecosystem that actually brought me and my team into Cardano, but it was the, the technology uh that cardano was building on so when we when we looked at cardano uh at late 2017 early 2018 we were um you know kind of scanning through all of different projects that were popping up in in the whole crypto ecosystem and then cardano just stood stood to us like at front at, at the top and like this is something cool i mean this this uh you know charles is building something cool so we i mean it just looked very nice and then we the more we dig uh deep inside it we found more and more solid foundation uh in terms of technology and we just fell in love with what's being built and we continued to follow it follow it follow it and then uh, when shelly was going to launch uh for the first time we were getting decentralized with stake pools um that's when that's when we 
uh, we thought that you know let's build an explorer for it let's build a cool explorer for it so that's that's when whole the all this started yeah it's really cool to hear um cuz there's really not there wasn't a lot of going on like at least the last last year or two on cardon like things are being built on top of the chain itself so it's cool to see that but when i was like first setting up the typhoon wall myself like i was kind of confused by the hd and the single address like option like i was cuz most light wallets that you use like nami will not require that they won't even ask you what option would you like to choose so what is it, what is it exactly and what's the difference between the two yep so um so there is this um you know um a decision to be made between um security and convenience um uh, in a nutshell um so single address mode wallets actually provides users with just one address of the wallet that all of all of your funds are stored at uh one single address so even if you send send funds to people you know you're going going to be sending sending funds from that address even if you're receiving funds you're going to be receiving funds to that single address itself um and then if if you are in hd mode um this this feature actually is designed to you know to uh, actually uh, provide you privacy uh, but we'll talk a bit about that just a bit later so in hd hd wallet uh whenever you you are receiving funds um you are actually receiving funds on different addresses so let's say you receive funds on address number 1 um and then if next time you want want to receive funds uh you know the the typhoon wallet will give you the the address number 2 uh, which is a totally different address of your own wallet uh for you to receive funds this basically you know uh puts your funds into different multiple different addresses um and it it keeps uh, it it just continues so if one is used then the typhoon will give you like address number 2 if two is used then you know typhoon will give you address number 3 essentially all of these different addresses are are yours if if you are sending funds to somebody let's say you know you received 10 10 10 ada three times so you'd have like you know stored all of those ada stored in like three different addresses and if you want to send somebody 30 ada you don't have to like manually you know do like okay send funds from all these different addresses it's just automatic typhoon basically sends combines all your three different addresses and sends 30 ada as, as you requested so for users uh it's not of a big deal that you know you are using an hd wallet or single address wallet um but the convenience comes in the picture um where if we are using single address the wallet behaves actually just a bit faster than um the hd wallet will uh, will behave um and the security aspect of the of the hd versus single comes in um when so actually it it's just a bit technical but if you if, um um so understand it like this it's it's like if if you are using a single address wallet um then uh, you know your funds are in single address uh, just one address and then if you are sending somebody your funds are going to be from that address but whenever you transact on cardano uh, you know you would be exposing your public key of that address or uh, to the whole chain so it's like you know you are letting letting the cardano verify that you know i am spending funds from this address and i own this address is because you know you provide the public key of that address and then you sign it with your private key so the cardano network is able to verify that you are the owner of this address and the, then you are all 
you have all the rights to spend the funds from this address. Now, once you do that, so your public key is known to Cardano chain, and then potentially, theoretically, it's it's you know like an attack vector. You know, if somebody really wants to get to your wallet, they would be able to. Not practically, but theoretically, they would be able to crack the private key of the wallet and potentially take the funds uh, of your funds. This th- practically does not happen. It's just theoretical. Okay, so no need to um, you know worry about that so much. But just just so you know. But now this is totally avoided when you use HD wallet because your funds are in different addresses each and every time. So if you are sending some somebody a transaction. And then your funds are used from address one, address two. Um, they are gone. And then if you receive some change, so as you, as you know, like in Cardano, you send somebody like like twenty ADA, and then if you're using inputs of thirty, then you get ten ADA in change. So if you use address one and address two, your funds are going to return in change of address number three automatically. Um, so each and every time you transact and each and every time you receive funds on an HD wallet, you receive funds on different, different addresses and those addresses, public keys are never, ever exposed to a chain before. So that, that give you, gives you like, you know, another, um, layer of isolation because the, the ecosystem, the network, you know, the people do not know about the public key of your addresses. It's not known until you transact with those addresses. And once you transact with those addresses, once you use the funds at your addresses, your funds are going to be stored in a different address. I hope I could explain this <laughs> better. You know, I'm, I'm kind of following along. But so let's say I take one of these addresses, right? And I send some ADA to somebody. Uh, could they take that address and like go on pool.pm and actually see the contents of my wallet? Or is it just like, it's, it's nothing there? Okay, yeah, that's that's perfect now. So, so let's let's go to uh, the second part of it. This is privacy. So this was actually intended intended for like two different two different use cases. One is this security, and the another one is privacy. So since um, we want to maintain privacy, and this is how it it works right now in Bitcoin, um, is is that you know you you receive because you receive funds at different addresses every time. And then if you are doing transaction, then you receive the change also in a different address. It, it, it becomes uh, quite difficult for people to follow you, uh, follow your trail on, on any explorers because all you will see is all different, different addresses each and every time, uh, the transaction happens from your, from your wallet. But this is a bit different in Cardano because, uh, Cardano, we have staking and then all of these different addresses have like a staking key attached to it. So technically, you know, uh, the privacy is actually not so much uh, of of that uh, with with Cardano uh, wallets. So because each and every address has a, the same staking key attached, because you're staking your your ADA, and that's why people will still be able to you know track your trail. Okay, this is a different different uh, address, but the staking key attached to it is is the same. So they are able to track you. Hence, I'm I'm not like pointing out about the privacy in a scenario of Cardano. And so because if you search any of your address or any of your receive address on pool PM or even on Cardano scan, you would see the staking key attached to it. Um, so on pool.pm, you would see the funds of your whole wallet. And that's how the pool.pm is able to track your wallet. And if you search the, the address on Cardano scan, you'll also see the, the 
particularly the staking key of that address. And if you click that staking key, you would see all your different addresses that you have used so far in your HD wallet. And you would also see the controlled uh, stake of the wallet that basically essentially would mean that that's your wallet balance. Yeah, thank you so much for that for that insight. Um, I genuinely always believed that Cardano was pretty safe as long as you didn't give anybody your, your seed phrase or something like that. So I didn't even know that those were points of attack. Um, so it's super awesome to have you, you know, minds like yours, you know, thinking of ways to protect us. Um, I, have, I have some more questions, but before we get to that, I want to remind everybody that's in the audience that we have two giveaways going on. So if you guys scroll to the very top, I have both giveaways pinned. So if you guys want to enter for a chance to win um, one Bitfin NFT, one Flag Finance NFT, and 10 ADA, we're going to have three different winners for each. So there's going to be six total winners for both in total. So make sure you guys go ahead and enter that giveaway if you want a chance to win. Also, if you guys have any questions at any point, make sure you raise your hand and we'll add you into the conversation as smoothly as possible. And um, just so you know that you can come up here and ask something if you do get a question. Now, uh, getting back to the conversation, I know that you mentioned that you created a Cardano scan after seeing a need in the ecosystem. So at least for me, the main reason I would use Cardano scan was for, you know, when NFTs were being minted and being able to check the supply and check how fast they're being minted and stuff like that. So when you guys were creating Typhoon Wallet, did you have the NFT community in mind specifically, given, I guess, your experience with them in the past and, and a lot of the community using your website? Where was, it, was it mainly focused on, okay, how can we make a wallet that benefits the needs of, of the people trading on the, on the ecosystem? Or was it more just like a broad approach where it's like okay how, how can we bring as much value as possible to the overall embodiment of of who uses cardano yeah thank you so um so w when we started building typhon um the nft ecosystem was was just growing uh, and it was thriving actually um it was growing at such an exponential rate that we could uh, we we had to build out uh, features for NFT community as well. So when we launched, uh, Typhon already did have NFT gallery inside it. Um, yeah, so it, it, it was there. Yes. Okay. So, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, what like you guys had that mind of like uh, having the NFT like primary focus or maybe not, but what is like the NFT CDN exactly because I've seen that across your page a few times okay yeah so when we when we launched um, um, I I think JPEG store was just coming up in the ecosystem um, and there was a cnft.io uh, was a very popularly used uh, marketplace at that time um, when when we launched we had this nft gallery but it was not that fast enough um, to answer your your question um so our focus has been overall uh looking at not just one particular set of features um but overall so many different features that we could give out to uh users to utilize so many different things and um as best way as possible one of one of those features was accounts that they have uh, missed to mention was 
so in typhoon you can technically create like thousands of different accounts um, and here's one very beautiful thing that you can do so you know if, if you go to typhoon and then you go to accounts and if you use pro mode you could actually technically use account number 20,000 and then you can you, you put your funds in that account so even if you sometimes you know you are exposing your seed phrases to somebody you know they would have to know that your funds are sitting at account number 20,000 because no wallet is going to scan through 20,000 wallets and figure out the balance in uh, in your wallet so it's also like one of those gimmicky features um, of uh, of typhoon where you are technically able to use so many uh, i mean so many accounts and technically like any big account number like you know maybe a hundred thousand um so it's it's technically impossible to scan through you know so many like thousands of accounts so yeah there you have it um yeah with regards to nft cdn right so so um so nfts would generally have uh images uh attached to it uh photos um, and then we have to uh, actually pull those uh, photos, um, images from like IPFS or any other, uh, you know, image serving platform. Um, so if if you pull those images uh, to show in NFT gallery from uh, IPFS, it, it becomes very slow. They load very slow. So we were exploring options if, if we could integrate some sort of an optimized uh, delivery system uh, for images. Uh, then the NFT gallery in Typhoon will load very, very fast, giving the, uh, again, the best user experience. And we reached to JPEG store team. So um, they were more than happy, happy for us to, you know, uh, for us to use their, their CDN. So CDN is basically, it's like a delivery network. Uh, and they have, they have developed their own uh, delivery network for serving NFT images on JPEG store. And that's, that's why you are you are able to open JPEG store and then you see all those NFT images loading in Snap. Uh, that's the beauty of, of uh, actually uh, running a CDN. Um, so we use that now. So now if you use, now if you open NFT gallery in Typhoon wallet, you will also see like all, all your NFTs are, are loading very quickly. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I noticed that. I was going to ask like, uh, with like the, what was the change from the IPS? So like, what's the difference between being on-chain or IPFS? Um, and how, how does it impact your wallet with those NFTs? Yeah, so, so if, if, you, if you see like the NFTs that are on-chain, uh, what, so what you technically, so there are, couple, you know, are different ways to, uh, to attach like images to your NFT. And one of those ways is on-chain data, what basically means that, you know, you actually convert your image to a base 64 uh, text and then you uh, just put it inside the metadata. So, so wallets and explorers could read um, the metadata right from the chain and then convert that to an image and show to you. So it's, it's faster than uh, showing like getting an Im image from another third party service. So, and the another way is like putting your image on IPFS that basically means that you upload the whole image to an IPFS service and then it, you just put the hash of that image into metadata. So then we would have to like find the, find the image using the hash on the IPFS network, pull that image and then show to the users. So that's the fundamental difference between having an on-chain data and IPFS data. Um, but there are always pros and, you know, uh, cons of, of using uh choosing between this so 
sometimes you want to attach like you know a very high resolution images like 4k photos etc that is not possible to put on chain because your cardano transactions have a size limit and you can only attach like so big images to it um whereas ipfs you could technically upload like you know bigger resolution images uh on it and you just have to put like just a very small string inside metadata so that's uh, that's that's the use cases so the the on chain metadata is is um on chain storage of photos is technically used by you know the, the kind of nft projects um where you you just have to put like a logo of your project uh, if, if it's not an nft or if it's just a token and you still want to attach like a logo um, um for your token and in some some nft uh, you are uh, it's probably like you know any algorithmic um nfts where not particular uh, image itself is stored in metadata or on chain but the instructions to generate such an image is stored on metadata so, so and then your program would just use those instructions and create a high resolution image for you so yeah that's it's um there's a use case for like choosing between this room yeah thank you so much for getting into detail about the differences man you're super knowledgeable and um, I'm learning stuff that I had no idea coming into this, and you really are behind the backbone of what is, you know, the Cardano ecosystem. At least in regards to the NFTs, it seems like you just keep innovating and innovating and making everything just better in every way possible. But we have an, an amazing member from the crowd that wants to maybe ask you a question or two. So, Clark, you have the floor. Hey guys, how's it going? First, want to say. Uh... Thank you for, you know, all the tools that you do build. Like a lot of this stuff is like really critical uh, and important to our ecosystem. Uh, I did just have one question about Cardano scan, if I could ask it. So I came from like the Binance smart chain things and I was using their uh, BSC scan like really heavily. And I know that their blockchain is very different from the Cardano model. And obviously like the EUTXO model is like, for a beginner, it's really hard to look at. And I was kind of wondering if there's like any sort of plans to kind of like simplify it for like a medium level, like not a beginner Cardano user, but maybe someone who has like their feet wet a little bit to be able to kind of see transactions sending easier in a way where it'll like only show like actual output instead of like the entire transaction that was built trying to send the asset or sending ADA, if that makes sense. Hey, Clark, thanks so much for, for the question. Um, I, I, I would say um, you, you guessed the next version of Cardano Scan already. Um, I, I do not want to ruin the, ruin the upcoming surprise. You might have seen a tweet from, from Cardano Scan. You know, some big changes are coming to the site. And this is going to be one of those features that you will be so much sur- surprised to see um, that it's already coming. Um, and it, it's beautiful. I really, I, I'm unable to hold myself, but this is going to be a very big release. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going to solve exactly what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, for for people lis- listening to this space, I I I I would like to give a bit of an o- overview. What Clark means is, um, so if if you know if users are coming from BSC or ETH or any of a Polygon or any of those you know uh, 
ETH chains or any other any other chain which are account based, um, you would see fundamental. It's it's a fundamental difference between between those networks and Cardano because Cardano uses UTXO model where your funds are stored in um, not like not like a like a bucket of milk where you just pour milk and then it, it goes into the one single bucket and then you use out of it to you know to give somebody else um that's how it model works um but if if you are uh, if but in cardano it's it works like you know you store milk in all different different glasses where if you have to give somebody milk then you would have to give like one glass and the another glass and so on you know <laughs> i i don't know if that example makes sense but yeah that's that's essentially how you know you you would you visualize it, it probably so it's it's very difficult to uh, follow the trail uh, uh, on cardano explorers because all you will see is like you know different inputs so inputs are like all those different small small glasses of milk and then output is like you know you're giving glasses to somebody else so yeah it, it, it's it's difficult um, but yeah so finally we are making some big changes big upgrades um and the biggest release for cardano scan is coming it's coming on the day of facile i'm extremely excited and very thrilled with that answer so thank you for you know holding your tongue a little bit but giving us a little uh, a little inside look i appreciate that guys yeah, of course, man. That was an that was an amazing question, and we got some alpha. You know, you can only get that at the club, man. So you guys need to make sure you're coming back every single week. But um, obviously, you've you've had so much success with Cardano Scan, and and like you mentioned, you're gonna have some amazing updates coming up soon. But getting back to Typhoon Wallet, um, are there are there any plans for the future? like in terms of integrating into like a mobile app or you know creating a d app connector with the wallet hey thanks um yes uh definitely so you might have seen seen um a recent couple of tweets from on our profile that we are building a mobile app uh typhon mobile app that's going to be a native um again the goal is to give the best, best user experience as possible uh, and we are collaborating with many DApps also um, to to see how best we can achieve DApp connector features. So it's it's as user friendly as possible for users to use it. Uh, and for the same, we also have a Catalyst proposal in Fund Nine, which is currently being voted on. So if you are voting in Catalyst, please do vote for uh, Typhon Mobile App. Just by searching Typhon, you would see two proposals from from us: one for mobile and one for upgrading our open source. Um, wallet library for Vasil. Yep. So it, it's coming. It's coming very soon. Do you have that tweeted on your profile and we can pin it up to the top so people can see it? Yeah, yeah it's it's there. Fauci, if you can go well, and it for us and pin it up, that would be amazing. Well, for sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And um, you were speaking about how on your voice is breaking. Yeah. All right, how about now? But better? Better. Okay, perfect. So you were speaking about how you have um, a, a lot of plans for Cardano Scan for the Vassal hard fork update. Are, is there anything with Typhoon Wallet that you have you know, in store for the update coming up? Or is it you just solely... Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so with the Vasil Vasil hard fork, um, so many different features are actually coming um, focused more on the uh, developer use, the efficiency of the network. But technically, the users will will notice how fast the chain has become. Uh, but there are no 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 big uh, uh, visual features that users will actually be able to see. Like you know, there are no like. For example, if, you know, we, we got multi assets. So it was like, you know, everybody got multi assets and it's, it's a quite of a user facing feature. Um, but this time, uh, with Vasil, there is no such uh, big feature that's coming that, that users will actually find very differentiating. So, so it, the users will not, not be able, you know, won't see like any uh, big changes in terms of their wallet use case uh but but yes they're, they're definitely going to experience uh, uh better network uh, efficient dap transactions and when they interact with dapps etc and all this all these different vessel features are going to be utilized by dapps so nothing much uh would come uh for for your wallets they would they would just remain and work uh, as they are working right now much faster that's dope man and i got a pin at the top now so Vote for a Typhoon Wallet because you see my man's got uh, he got the Cardano scan. He's, this is a, literally a, a like a pillar, a pillar of the entire community itself. So definitely it's, it deserves a vote. Um, so like what are like the future? Do you, what future do you see for Typhoon Wallet? Are there any other projects you're currently working on? And how can like is there something a timeline that we can see first? Um. The only focus that we, we we have right now on Typhoon is to improve the uh, all this um, nitpicky stuff for users and just enhancing the user experience uh, more and more. We do have some some more advanced features planned for users and um, as also developers, uh, but they're they're coming very soon. I I'm unable to share more information right now. The space is very competitive, you know. So <laughs> so yeah, we are we are we are innovating uh, as much as possible and. We we follow this strategy where you know we are we are actually we we try to avoid um, announcing any features before they come and when when we are ready with the feature we just we just hit it on Twitter you know so that's why you would find so many of our tweets surprising ah this got added this is launched I I never knew that it's coming you know so we are working in that model yeah and like one of your features uh you guys got uh, transaction chaining. And that's not anywhere else on Cardano. Nobody else is doing it. What exactly is that? And that's one of your. It's one of the best features I've seen on any wallet on Cardano itself. Yep, yep. Thank you. So um, that's that's actually a really cool feature. There was uh, this is something we are planning, and then and then the the guys at Japex Store also reached us. You know, could you could you do this quicker? Any quicker? And we were like, definitely, um, because this gives. So you know, it's it's. If if you uh, will know that you know if um, if you interact with with DApps and if you do one transaction, then until that transaction is complete, you would be able to do nothing with your wallet. Uh, you would just have to wait for your previous one to get complete. Um, and that's where this instant transactions come in the picture because what what we do is that even if you have done a previous transaction, you would still be able to do more and more transactions um, until you have enough funds, of course, in the wallet. Um, that's that's technically, I mean, uh, what what the instant transactions do for you. So behind the scenes, it just it it's like uh, it works on based on promises. Um, 
it's like you know if you are if if you are receiving funds uh, then before those funds are confirmed on chain you would be able to use those funds to pro- to do another transaction you're like you know i'm receiving this and i want to spend this uh, and it works very beautifully with cardano that's called chaining so if if you are receiving some funds you use that funds to send to somebody else um, so you basically are chaining that uh, transaction and then somebody if you're sending to Clark and then Clark is like, okay, I'm receiving funds from Fossey. And then I would use, I would like to use those funds to, you know, send to some, somebody else. And then the, the chain just continues. Uh, so that's called chaining. And that basically gives users like a non-blocking user experience. So if, if you have done a transaction in the wallet and you, you continue to do more and more transactions on your wallet, um, that's, that's chaining. That's basically giving users uh, a very fast user experience. I, would want to take a few more minutes and explain this just a bit more uh, to audiences um, because we we have seen quite um, you know doubts uh, and confusions with this feature. So people are comparing uh, naturally uh, this feature with you know what if I buy a coffee at at a store and then what if the transaction is still still pending? What what would happen? You know what if the transaction fails? So. It's technically no no difference between how you are doing your transactions right now, um, and technically, uh, transaction chaining or instant transactions change nothing for you. It's just it's a, a totally uh, separate system actually. So instant transactions allow you to receive funds, and before those funds get confirmed, allow you to do another transaction. Um, so please do not compare that with buying a coffee at a store because. So consider this scenario where, you know, I am receiving funds from Fossey, I'm receiving 10 ADA. And before those funds are confirmed on chain, what Typhon allows you to, allows me to do is, you know, I want to use this 10 ADA and pay for the coffee. So I go to the store and I ask Fossey to send me 10 ADA. And then those 10 ADA are on the way to my wallet and I, and Typhon will, will show me that, okay, you know, I'm receiving 10 ADA and I, I, I'm able to spend it. So before I get the 10 ADA from Fossey, I would be able to process the transaction for the coffee shop. Now the coffee shop is is not going to give me coffee until the transaction is confirmed. They, it, the coffee shop won't be like, you know, uh, okay, I'm, I'm receiving ADA from Ashish. Um, here's your coffee. No, that's, that's, not, that's not the end goal of it. So coffee shop is going to wait for the transaction to get confirmed on chain and then give me the coffee. It's just like even if I have not requested ADA from Fossey, I just had 10 ADA in my wallet. They are confirmed. And if I'm doing a transaction to the coffee shop, the coffee shop is still going to wait uh, for a confirmation to give me the coffee. So your transaction from you to coffee shop is just same. But here, instead of for me to wait for funds to get confirmed and then pay for the coffee, what I'm able to do is I get funds from Fossey and without those funds getting confirmed on chain, I am able to send it to coffee shop so i save those um you know three to four minutes of time between fossey to me and from uh, and then from from me to coffee shop is just the same transaction as as it's already happening right now that's really cool to hear and you used coffee as an example but i was gonna say nfts like let's say we have an address drop on a discord i could literally send out multiple transactions before the other ones land yep 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 exactly so now 
with with the example of coffee it becomes so confusing is is only because you know you you take the coffee and then the coffee shop is like hey dude you know get me a, get get me my coffee back you know my transaction is not confirmed yet you know it, it got failed or something else so that's why it it it, it creates very con- very much confusions um so the coffee shop waits for the confirmation before giving you the coffee but in terms of nfts if you if you buy an nft from japex store um then the nft lands in your wallet uh right away and then if you if you use that that nft because it's still pending it's still getting confirmed if you use that nft to send somebody else you would be able to send it but if if the transaction fails for example the nft is going to come back to your wallet automatically so there is no no problem of uh, you know doing such uh, transactions in terms of like digitally uh, from one wallet to another wallet um just like if you are paying for coffee and the transaction fails uh, the money is going to come back to your wallet but then you would have to like you know manually go and give the coffee back right but in this scenario that the nft is going to go back to the wallet from where you purchased so it's i am really not sure if i am able to explain this but yeah please let me know if i should maybe try to no, you should go ahead bring in more examples yeah thank no, you go ahead no no thank thank you so much for going into detail i know a lot of the people that are listening definitely appreciate an expert in the space going into detail about that And before we get into the next section because I have a, a I have a whole other section of questions that I want to ask you. Um I want to give everybody in the audience an opportunity to go ahead and enter the giveaway that we have pinned at the top. So if you guys go ahead and go to the top um and it's the two on the very right. You guys can go ahead and enter that and win a chance to uh, get 10 ADA, a Flag Finance NFT and a Bitfins NFT. If you guys are interested, it's free to enter. Um And also if you have any questions feel free to raise your hand and we'll add you in as smoothly as possible to keep the conversation going. But um other than that I want to go in because we've talked a lot about uh what you're building, we talked a lot about what it does and the the value that you're constantly bringing to the space and everything that you're doing um for the people that are using Cardano, but but something that's always interesting to me and when we have people on here that are builders on the space and um it's just something that it, it really interests me personally it's like if you if you had to start over back back even before when you started cardano scan if you, if you want to go into each project i guess what what are some things that you would do differently because i know that creating something like what what you've done it, it's a lot of trial and error and a lot of mistakes so if you can give everybody kind of like a sneak peek into the trials and tribulations that it took to get where you are now Hey, that's that's actually a, a really great great question. Um, I, I I actually cannot imagine um, you know going back to that era. So for people who are new, you know the developers who are new to the ecosystem, sir, please. Uh, the ecosystem we have right now is a lot mature than what we have started from um, when we started in twenty twenty. Uh, trust me there were no no developer documentations or anything being documented because i mean it's it's normal it's not that i'm complaining but it's normal i mean the chain was just growing i mean we were at the very beginning stage of of this uh of this ecosystem where developers were coming in and then uh building projects uh, on top of cardano um so it was a very very new space i mean there was a lack of documentation i like we had to reach to you know cardano devs and people who knew who knew technology by experience at that time 
um so it, it's it's very difficult and from the time we have started we had to like read through all the cardano specs um legis specifications and also like uh, dig through the haskell code base and haskell is like um it's like alien language even even for people like us um yeah it is it is it's it's like alien language i mean you 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 can't even read it you you cannot even read it um so it it was extremely difficult to start it is it, i mean i i remember those days and then i was like oh man we have come come far along so i i would never imagine go back to those times um and i'm mean, in in to answer your question what what should we do more and more is document and build standards so that everybody all the developers and are on the same page and we we do not waste energy on building different different things in different ways but focus on one uh, you know single goal of growing this ecosystem the best way possible yeah yeah uh, so like what would you say to somebody who like wants to be in your position today who's trying to build on cardano and what can they possibly like learn from your mistakes and your travels and tribulations you went on in the space yeah i i don't have much to say about that um but yeah i mean it's welcome it's it's a, it's a really um great ecosystem now it's 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 a i mean the cardano has like very strong foundation that's i mean this is something i say again and again because it has really a strong foundation so if you are in this space please do um a lot of research before you decide uh to go out please if you do a bit more research even if you are on the brink of leaving the ecosystem just spend some more time and do a research and then i bet that you are no, never going to leave this ecosystem and con- going to continue to build on this like i think out of all of our guests you've been here the longest maybe other than adam dean adam dean might be here might have been on the ecosystem almost as long as you have um so you definitely have a lot of experience um with building different projects and building stuff like that and 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 building on the chain so you know this kind of question i have is is more so towards your business model and this is coming from kind of like an entrepreneurial angle you know what are some of like the difficulties that that have came with uh, assembling a team knowing you pick the right people understanding you know how to keep your employees happy and and just in that kind of that kind of thing like because i know a lot of people they want to build something and but they just maybe don't have that that experience and maybe they're worried about like oh how can I find people that I can trust? How can I find people that, that want it as bad as me? Like, if you can give us a little bit of, of an insight on the business world, because I know that everything isn't just coding. you got to have some business uh, mindset going into it in order to make a living from it. Yep, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm actually very grateful for, uh, for the team members that we have. Um, so my uh, first co-founders uh, i mean my team close core team members so we four people are like very close friends uh, two of them are my close relatives um and i'm very grateful because uh, they also believe in the vision that you know we have like uh, a similar vision at the same vision vision and they are so passionate uh, about building on cardano just as i am so i never had to um, you know actually kind of 
have this have this issue of finding the right people i mean i i had it gifted uh, or we say we had it gifted we are all together like like the same same team um so yeah and, and in in terms of business actually it's you know if if you see um Cardano scan is not like the front facing service for users who would who would actually make a stunts of money um like for example if you see, if you see jpeg store or any other daxes then then there's there's a chance that the you know the team team actually uh, would do like a token sale and then the team would also uh, have the recurring um you know revenue from from the dax usage uh, but cardano scan is is quite different so you know people come on, on the site and then they leave um, the only bread and butter of of our team had been the Uh, the advertisement on cardano scan which is very limited uh, you know you would hardly just uh, make enough to pay for your service um, but i think our breakthrough was uh, catalyst project catalyst on cardano uh, there was project catalyst when launched um, the with the goal to support developers on on cardano right so i would want everybody to check it out um, so you know we we had proposals to like you know to support cardano scan and then also open source lots of our work so we had a wallet library uh, on which typhon was built on so we open sourced that uh, by getting funding from from project catalyst uh, we also built a lot more libraries so we we are ca- kind of working in this model where you know we are doing uh, we are maintaining cardano scan maintaining typhon wallet but at the same time Uh, we are also open sourcing lots of our work and by that getting funding from project catalyst and for that yeah, i think thank you so much uh, to cardano community for voting for us um yeah 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 and um now cuz i i'm on the i'm on the player main team and I, and i know how important catalyst is we actually this week we were hosting a catalyst festival with a lot of the projects that had proposals up so i know that that could definitely be you know super impactful to small projects that don't have that funding and one thing that caught my attention was how you said the advertising was so limited on cardano scan you know what what went into actually you know kind of like that vetting process on understanding which advertisement should be allowed and which shouldn't like did you have like a set of requisites that a project needed to have or, or something like that in order to allow them to be up there on the website thank 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 you thank you so so much for asking that question actually um so not not many people know but i guess nobody knows but but we are doing due diligence before we advertise any project uh on the website because the the, the revenue is on the other side but uh, my main focus has been to you know safeguard the cardano community as much as possible so we have been only advertising projects um that uh, that passes through our vetting process and we think that this is you know at least not a rug pull or not a scam project so we do that uh, due diligence before we advertise um that's that's something that we have been doing from day one so every day we have to deny lots of lots of projects uh, that you know sorry we cannot advertise uh, this this project doesn't meet our criteria or something like that but yeah we do that and we do that to safeguard the community and we actually just reject the revenues that would be generated from those projects but it's i mean it, you, i mean i i personally cannot compare those revenues uh with with those kind of projects right of course i mean the community is first the security and safeguarding the community is first 
so we are doing the due diligence always but of course even after you do all those due diligence sometimes you might miss uh, some of the things and I, one one such thing happened um some time ago where you know we had approved uh, raven decks uh, to be advertised and then community just uh, complained about it being a scam and then we just took it off uh, right away from the website even if we had issues with those guys uh, but we just took it off from the website we refunded them um so yeah, yeah like hindsight yeah. like hindsight 2020 right it, they did kind of turn out to be a scam so it worked out the, the voice of the community spoke and you guys took an action upon it. And at the end of the day, like everybody's happy at this point. So it's, it wasn't a bad decision. And you can't always promote like oh, some kind of, I'll say, but some shitty co- like companies or some Twitter accounts that come out and want to scam the community itself. No, yeah, definitely. And um that's 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 why that question kind of came to mind because i know especially with like marketplaces especially with uh websites like yours where people go to all the time um like cnft tools as well where where it's like man these people really have to be careful because if they're caught with their pants down and they have a project that's a scam or a rug on the front page of their website it's definitely a bad look so uh you know i really appreciate that you guys go through all those Length to make sure that you're vetting everything and, and, and it meets all your criteria. But, you know, it's been an amazing time having you. We're nearing towards the end of the space. Um, usually we only run it for an hour long. Um, you've been an amazing guest and you've given us so much value, so much information. You're one of the smartest people we've ever had on here. And I genuinely have learned so much and, and you've taught me so much about what you're building. And I didn't even know that you created Cardano Scan. Uh, that was actually Fauci that told me right before we started. So, I, I didn't even know how big of a deal you were because you're literally everybody that has used Cardano and is on NFT, you know, buying NFTs has used that website. So, you know, it's just something that has been such a pillar behind everything that we're building here. And I, and I just want to say personally that we really appreciate everything that you do for the community and we are going to be behind you and everything that you do moving forward. And it was an honor to have you on the podcast. Um, before we go ahead and end out, I want to shout out the winners of the giveaway. So for the Typhon Wallet giveaway, the winners are at... One second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't worry. Yep. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, before before we um, before we announce the winners, um, I also have to um, talk about one of one of, one more project that we are building. Um, it's called Flag Finance. Um, so that's a recent project with very ambitious goals. Um, it's a, I would want everybody to check it out and see what we are building. So with this project, we are actually building a, a cryptocurrency payments platform, a custodial uh, payments platform for, um, you know, for people who are not very technical. Um, um, and, and, you know, for it's, it's, it's a platform to process payments faster, pay for your daily needs, uh, fiat on and off ramps. Um, so we are starting with India, um, and then from there we are we have plans to grow to uh, more and more countries. Um, so yeah, I would I would love everybody to check it out. Yeah, definitely. Feel free to to speak. Um, whoever's behind the account, Flag Finance account, you have the floor. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, everyone? 
so yeah just, just wanted to you know it was a great chat and we learned a lot a lot of good stuff about typhoon wallet and also you know in general you know also just want to give a you know big shout out to the host and for of course ashish for coming onto this platform and sharing his knowledge so uh, i mean just justify to the fellow listeners you know i'm i use many wallets nami jiro yura and typhoon and i have to say you know typhoon is one of the easiest wallets uh, that you know you can get used without any confusion and you know not just because ashish is here or you are hosting this typhoon wallet but you know if you disagree with me just go check out that wallet and you will definitely agree with me that you know that of the wallets uh, right now my question uh, i mean if i'm allowed i'd like to ha- ask a question to ashish is am i good to go yeah you're all right cool uh, i know uh, i mean i've been following ashish and i've been following uh, finance uh, flag finance and other stuff so there are three products under striker right ashish i think uh, cardano scan that's one of the biggest one everybody looks cardano scan and next the typhoon wallet and of course the third one is the flag finance you guys currently doing the ispo and nft nft stuff going on so you know uh, i would really appreciate if you want to give a shout out to that or just you know uh, let the community know of uh, what stage you guys are like you know where are you on the ispo and wh- where can we find the nft stuff and my last part of it is like where do you get time man like you know where do you sleep like you have three things going on and all the three things are like really big things so you know just was curious to see what else is coming from your area hey thank thank thanks so much um so for people uh flag uh, so this account flag finance community um is actually not our handle but it's actually i mean this person was so much um, you know excited to have a community account and he he wanted to like manage a community uh, um a flag finance account so uh, thank you so much for that first of sure. all um yeah i mean um so yes everybody so i mean the flag finance is just started uh, a couple months ago um so we are doing an ispo to raise funds uh, with our native token that that would be a native token for the flag finance uh, platform uh, which uh, with its own utility and governance use cases um we also have flag finance nfts two of those nfts are going to be given away in this uh, uh, twitter space um those nfts also have utilities on the platform to get um extra boost uh with ispo rewards um and also um utilities on the flag finance platform itself so i would want everybody to check it out and see what we are building um join our discord let us know give give us your feedback and we are always there to answer your questions as also um yeah thank you for that yeah thank you so much for answering thank you so much for the question um we're- ahead and announce the winners and then end the podcast because we're nearing towards the end of our time um so for so for the typhoon wallet giveaway we're gonna do the first winner is going to be able to have a pick of the three that that he or she wants 